This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like you yell back at your radio. What are you What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Come on. Let's go. Game one tomorrow. Guys. I love Let's my go. Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks lust. Got Bucks lust. Hey. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks lust. What? We find supreme virtuosity. A supernatural. I can't wait for this game, guys. Why does it have to be tomorrow and not right now? Why am I not watching Bucks Nets right now? I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks lust. I love my Sparky said I had to play his open. He didn't say I couldn't play this. He didn't say I couldn't fade it out and give the people what they want, which is the Bucks Lust. Got Bucks Lust. Hey. 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 It's Rami Maclaw in for Steve Sparky Viper. Sparky's Midday Madness. It's not the Rami Show. Shout, I love my Milwaukee Bucks. No, the Rami Show starts at 3. This is Sparky's Midday Madness. From now until then, I am Rami Makhlouf, in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Got Bucks Lust. Coming up here in the next hour, Keith Smith, writer for Yahoo Sports. He covers the NBA. You can follow him on Twitter, at KeithSmithNBA. This is the second time I did this to myself. You guys, Sam, Dan, on the other side of the glass, you should be better producers and know that I'll be out of breath if I dance. (laughs) And sing along with Eddie J. Lemberger for two minutes. This is not the way to start a show. I'm li- I'm over here sweating. I'm breathing heavy. Mom spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to throw up on myself. I'm not an amateur over here. I'm just not in the greatest of shape. So Keith Smith, writer for Yahoo Sports, he's going to join us coming up at 2.15. Craig Kashan, host of uh, Bally, on Bally Sports Wisconsin for Bucks and Brewers pregame. He'll join us at 3.15. Ryan Horvat. My guy from BetQL Daily, and you know him from the Bart Winkler Morning Show. He's going to join me at 3.45 and so much more between now and then. I, I'm, I'm serious. Am I the only one? Plucker, are you like me that you 
it's been way too long since I've seen the Milwaukee Bucks play basketball, and they made us wait way too long for this series. Like I, I absolutely, I, I'm, I'm so fired up, dude. I can't tell you the last time I was this fired up for an NBA playoff. Dude, series. my Bucks lust is exploding, is, dude. I, I, careful, I just, careful. <laughs> I just careful can't now. wait for this game tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going down to the Deer District tomorrow to watch the game, which will be the first time I've done that. Actually, ever. So I'm super jazzed for it. This is going to be a great weekend and a beautiful one for some Bucks basketball. And this is what the whole NBA world has been waiting for, this Bucks net series, whenever it would come in the this playoffs. This is it, right? This, this is, is it. This is the heavyweight fight. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the one. There, there is not another series, I, even the NBA Finals, that is going to be bigger than the series that is happening this week between the Bucks and the Nets. And I thought that was just, I thought that was just us that had that bucks lost. I thought it was just us here in Milwaukee. You know what I mean? That we've mm-hmm. been like that we've been waiting for for your sh- for our shot at what everybody thinks is is the favorite in the Eastern Conference. I thought it was just Bucks fans that were waiting for this. And you know what? We're going to talk with Keith Smith at 2:15, but I'm happy to keep the phone lines open and take a few calls here in the next 10 minutes before we talk with Keith at 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250am the fan. I don't even really have a question for you other than are you ready to run through a wall? like me and Plucker are right now. I'll have a question for you coming up after we talk with Keith at 2.30. But if you're just so fired up that you need to call Sparky's Midday Madness and talk to Rami of The Rami Show, which doesn't start until 3, no, this is Sparky's Midday Madness. If you are inclined to call, go ahead at 414-799-1250 or tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. I thought it was just us waiting. I thought it was us in Milwaukee just waiting for, you know, the swing at the Brooklyn Nets and and to see this brawl that I think this series is going to be. But... I talked to Nick Scalabrini. I call him Nick Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini yesterday. I've been talking. I've been talking to guys who cover the NBA on a national level, and it's and you watch TNT, you watch ESPN, you watch all these channels where they talk about the NBA, and this is the one, guys. This is the one that people have been waiting for, and I'm hearing more and more people say what Sparky and I said at the start of this week, which is that the winner of this series is winning the NBA championship. And I think the Bucks win this series, guys. I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait for my prediction, but I'm just too fired up. I'm too giddy. It just came out. It just it just came right out of me. The Bucks are winning this series. There, I said it. I said it. Bucks in six, you guys. Not because I don't really understand the whole Bucks in six thing. I've never understood it. I'd rather they win in four or five. That'd be Bucks easier. Bucks in six. Oh, but Bucks in six. Oh man. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. Oh. Oh God. Bucks and six, guys. Bucks and six. I wasn't giving you my prediction until 2.30, but no, man. Bucks and six, they're winning this thing. They are winning this thing. I've been saying it for weeks, and this is why I think they win this thing. The Bucks have more answers for the Nets' problems than the Nets have answers for the Bucks' problems. It's happening. It's happening. The Bucks are winning this series and going on to win an NBA championship. And my guy, Eddie J. Lemberger, is going to be in studio performing this jam live. I hope they're not rusty tomorrow, though. I do hope that they're not rusty tomorrow. I'm not going to lie. That was so abrupt. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a little bit worried that they might. It's, it's too long of a layoff, and they might be a little bit rusty yesterday. And I, I say that. 
I say that because they they showed a little bit of they had that week off because of the uh, the playing games now that they have they had that week off before the first round playoff series against Miami and well it was six days off and then they came out and they shot eight point three percent from behind the three point yeah, line that was that was an eight point three percent from behind the three point line in the first quarter of that game and and they finished. 16.1% overall. They they pulled it out. They win 109 to 107. But shoot that bad against Brooklyn? This ain't the this ain't the heat. If they come out rusty and cold and shoot that bad against Brooklyn, you're losing game 1. And I don't think losing game 1 will be the end of the world or the end of this series by any means. But they got to take one of these first two games in Brooklyn. So you, I, you you can't afford to come out rusty. The Bucks need they need peak performance. They need to be operating at an optimal level right out of the gates, starting tomorrow. Oh man, I'm I'm like I'm so I literally it's not it's not hot in this studio, is it, Plucker? No, it's, it's not. not hot at it's all. Cold this, there, it's cold actually. out there. It's cold out here. <laughs> yeah. Do you see the sweat? I do. Do you see the? I'm, that's how fired up I am for this thing. Not only are you so fired up that you're sweating, sweating. but you're also wearing a Bucks hat today I instead am. of a Cubs hat, as yeah, I Sparky wear this Bucks usually hat all the time. This is you. one of my favorite hats. I know. I Nobody see it on you all the out. time. Nobody points that out. Nobody's like, hey, Rami representing the hometown team. Never, never a shout out or a pat on the back. No. Well, I just gave you I a know. shout out. I'm not talking about you. I like you. The rest of these guys around here. Mm. Rest of you people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mark myself down for 208. <laughs> that Gary Ellerson guy? Mm. Uh, Justin in Germantown. You're on, you're on, I was about to say you're on the Rami show. You're not on the Rami show. You're on Sparky's <laughs> Midday Madness. What's up, Justin? Hey, thanks for taking my call, sure. guys. I'm going to try and fit a lot of information into a short amount of time here so I don't take up too much of your time. But I was just wondering, I mean, what do you guys think about, I mean, I know that the three games that they had played previously in the season, you know, don't mean a whole lot, you know, right now because they didn't, they never went up their, their big three. And I just kind of want to know what you guys think about that. Number one, and, you know, offense or um, also go over some defensive schemes for me because everyone is, you know, that I've been talking to is you put, uh, uh, you put Drew on Irving and then you put Giannis on, uh, on Durant, and then that would leave, you know, Harden for Milton, which is kind of the classic, you know, what is going on right now. And I, I, I'm, I'm just sharing in your excitement right now. I am so pumped for this game that I just can barely contain myself. Hey, Justin. I work, Justin. I have to work until 4:30. Oh, on, that uh, sucks, tomorrow. dude. I'm so sorry. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to race home and just get ready for the game. And, and I just, I, and I agree with you also with the. Uh, we we need to take one of these two games because if we go down two all oh man and I I just don't know if that's something they can come out of with the talents that the uh, that the Nets have so I just wanted to know your thoughts and again thanks for taking my call hey guys. Justin real quick yeah you got that Bucks lost man mm. oh man oh I'm a, I'm, a I'm, I'm a buck and rut right now buddy but there you go that's my guy Justin he's got that Bucks lost come on Bucks lost. oh oh I love my oh. But about the defensive schemes that he was asking about, we talked a lot about that yesterday, about how the Bucks should handle this big three. More specifically, Kevin Durant, but I think it all trickles down after Kevin Durant. That's where I think I'm no basketball savant or coach by any means, but I think 
your defensive game plan starts with, okay, what do we do about that guy? What do we do about the most dangerous scorer of a generation and an absolute assassin in the postseason? A guy who, I forget, I think it was Jim Ozarski, like laid out his, his postseason resume in his article yesterday. And dude, when you see it in print, in black and white, what Kevin Durant has done, like his his points averages, his NBA Finals MVPs, his it's crazy. It's ridiculous what this dude has done in the playoffs. So I think it starts there. And long story short, you can go back, Justin, and listen to it on the Odyssey app if you want more in-depth breakdowns. And I'm sure we'll talk about this throughout the afternoon. I said a lot of P.J. Tucker, some Chris Middleton, some Drew Holiday, and Giannis is the help guy on Kevin Durant. I don't want to pull Giannis out of the paint. I don't want him racking up fouls and getting tired trying to chase Kevin Durant around. I like Giannis just being sort of the help defender, and there's going to be plenty of help needed, not just on Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving is going to get past his guy. James Harden is going to get past his guy. As good a defender as Drew Holiday is and, and, and even Chris Middleton is, those guys are going to get beat, and they're going to need help on the back end and in the paint, and having Brooke and Giannis back there I think is, uh, is a pretty nice thing to have. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree with that, Rami. I think, too, that uh, – the answer of who's guarding who is really difficult to answer because I think it's going to be multiple guys kind of at all times. You saw what the Bucks did against Jimmy Butler in the first series. It was Chris Middleton guarding him, and then Drew Holiday was on him the next series. And the next time down the court, P.J. Tucker was guarding him, and then Giannis was guarding him. And so, like, I know that this team has three superstars compared to the one, I guess you could say, with Jimmy Butler in Miami. But I think it's going to be a solid rotation because each of these defenders are going to be giving – are they, they, they're each going to have different advantages and disadvantages for every guy that they guard. They're all going to do it extremely well. I read it off on the big show earlier, but uh, some guy tweeted – I can't remember who it is. I gave him credit earlier. Uh, but he, he put out a tweet – You don't have to give him credit of, twice. Yeah, totally exactly. unnecessary. Oh, yeah, Screw definitely that unnecessary. Guy, it was just some rando on Twitter, so I'm <laughs> not really – <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a checkmark oh, name or anything ew, like that. So ew, was he didn't have a checkmark? No, but, but he tweeted out pictures, screenshots of stories of Kevin Durant publicly saying, P.J. Tucker is the best defender in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And then from there, Drew Holiday is the best guard defender yeah, I've read in those the NBA. Yeah. And then going on to say that Giannis has the potential to be the best player to ever play in the NBA, in the history of basketball, the best to ever do it here in Milwaukee. So they have options, everybody. I, I, I understand it's like, oh, it's these big, and, scary, three-headed monster, but the Bucks have so many options to put on these dudes. And Chris Middleton, without he's a good defender, and he guarded Durant for most of the series so far that they've played against the Nets in the season. And when Justin says like it, uh, the first three meetings of these two teams don't, don't mean a whole lot, I would disagree, man. Like, defensively, yeah. Obvi- J- having James Harden in there brings a whole other dimension to that basketball team. And we were talking with Chris Carino yesterday who's their uh, radio play-by-play guy. I told him to stick to basketball. He had some thoughts on – he thought he could have thoughts on football just because he does national play-by-play for Westwood One. I was like, dude, just stick to your basketball, all right, Chris? And uh, (laughs) I can't – I still can't believe that I said that. (laughs) I don't know why that came out of me. I really don't know why that came out of me. But he said – going back to James Harden, he said that – at first, they thought getting James Harden was a luxury that they already had sort of their 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 plate their their table setter and Kyrie Irving, and he would be the guy that made things go. But really, James Harden is is the is, has become a necessity and more the guy that makes that offense go and is more in the point guard role and the and the creator role than than anybody thought he would. And he's been really really good in that role. So having James Harden in there presents a whole other dimension. And yeah, we don't know how they they 
what defense they throw at them, how they try and slow down those three guys, starting with Kevin Durant. But I think the one thing that we we can take away from the three meetings is that they didn't have any answers for the Bucks on the offensive end. They couldn't stop Giannis, Drew, and Chris for the most part. And James Harden doesn't do a whole lot to change that, in my opinion. James Harden's defense is a little bit better, but I don't think I don't think James Harden changes anything about the way that the Bucks were basically, and especially those big three, able to score at will against Brooklyn in the three games that they've played. I don't think that changes. I don't think that changes because James Harden is in there or because Kyrie Irving, who didn't play the first meeting between these two teams, is in there. They're not that they're not those kinds of of defensive difference makers that I think that changes. Now maybe they have some schemes up their sleeve that they're going to throw at the Bucks that we didn't see in the first three meetings, that's entirely possible. But I don't think the, un- the, the, the unstoppability of the Bucks on the offensive side of the court changes a whole lot because they have all three of their guys. This thing could be a shootout, man. Brian Scalabrini said that to us yesterday. He doesn't think it needs to get muddied up and slowed down. He thinks that the Bucks can hang with Brooklyn in a shootout, and I agree. People underestimate that offense. We're going to break, and then we're going to talk with Keith Smith. He covers the NBA for Yahoo Sports about this series and all the NBA playoffs. You're listening to Sparky's Midday Madness, 1250 AM The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Rami Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Oh, they put my bumper music. This is Sparky's Midday Madness. That's what fooled me. This isn't the Rami Show. This is Sparky's Midday Madness, and I'm supposed to remember that and tell you guys that. Rami Show starts at 3 with me. Rami, right now, Sparky's Midday Madness with you. Coming up, we will uh, hear from Brian Scalabrini, my conversation with him a little later in the show. When it officially becomes the Rami Show, I'll talk with Craig Kashan at 3.15. But joining me right now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, covers the NBA for Yahoo Sports. It's a pleasure to welcome in Keith Smith. Keith, how, Keith, how are you this afternoon, man? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. We were talking about this Bucks Nets series, obviously, before we brought you in here. And me and my producer said that we've we've long been waiting for Bucks Nets here in Milwaukee. I feel like the rest of the NBA world has caught on recently, and this is kind of the series everybody's been waiting for for at least a couple weeks now since these two teams have have kind of hit their stride and and did away with their first round opponents. 
yeah, I agree. I, I think there's a lot of people around uh, the world of the NBA, whether it be fans, media, that have already decided not only is it the real Eastern Conference Finals, it may be the real NBA Finals, as well as you know some of the uh, more high-profile teams have fallen by the wayside here. So I, I think think you're absolutely spot on with that. This should be a great series and. And I know it's one I've been looking forward to for a while myself. I talked with Brian Scalabrini yesterday and and the voice of the Nets, Chris Carino, and they both said that they they believe the winner of this series, what you just said, is going on to win the NBA championship. Do you believe that, Keith? Yeah, I think there's a pretty good chance. I think that they are uh, probably the two best teams left standing. I, I think uh, Joel Embiid's injury just changes everything for the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, if he somehow comes out and looks like Embiid again, I'll, I'll reserve the right to change my mind a little bit on that because I think they're going to be a very tough team as well. But if he's you know hampered or can't play, then absolutely I think these are the two best teams left. No disrespect meant to Utah or Phoenix or Denver uh, you know, or the Clippers if somehow they can rally and get through. They're a little bit hard to trust. Uh, and those other teams are good teams. But Milwaukee and Brooklyn are both great teams with star players that are ready to win. Talking with Keith Smith, writer for Yahoo Sports, covering the NBA here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Rami, and for Sparky. And I feel like, obviously, when you added James Harden to, to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, everybody looked at that and thought, okay, that's 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 the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. And if anything, the Bucks were a distant second in a lot of people's minds, I think, when this season started, and maybe even a distant third when they saw the way that Philadelphia started the season and then, and then slowly but surely, and here in Milwaukee and in the national picture, I think the Bucks earn more and more respect and, and now have, have closed the gap between themselves and the Nets. And not just, not just Bucks fans, but a lot of people are giving them a pretty good chance to win this series. Have the Bucks earned your, your respect, or have you, have, you, have you come to realize how good a team this is as this season has gone on? Yeah, I, I've been there for a while with the Bucks, and, and even when some people are like, I don't know. They're not winning as much as last year. I was trying to get people to understand. They they have now realized, like so many teams before them had, of uh, winning a whole bunch of regular season games. That's nice, but it doesn't do you a whole heck of a lot if you can't win in the playoffs. And and I think what they did this year was they took a lot of short term losses because they were experimenting with new stuff for their players, for their coaches, for really the entire franchise as far as. All right, we're going to try this defensively. We're going to try this offensively. And that might have cost them a game or two in you know January and February, and that's fine because now they're better positioned to have have success in the postseason. And that Miami series, if anybody went in, I, and and I can understand why folks might have gone in with doubts of you know, well they you know they lost to Miami last year. If they, they can't get by, but the way they just you know blew that Heat team off the floor, and it wasn't even really a close series. That should have exercised a lot of de- or excised a lot of demons for them and got it to the point where people should be believing in this team now. We saw Coach Budenholzer, one of the changes that that you're talking about, institute that that dunker position, and and he did that to to neutralize or at least make the wall least less effective when when teams throw it at him, and and that's what that's what the Heat threw at Giannis last year. It's what Toronto did when they knocked him out of the playoffs a couple of years ago. Do you think do you think they've they've cracked the code on on what to do about it when teams throw the wall at Giannis and 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 how how he can be effective and and if not make the guys around him more effective? Yeah, I think a combination of uh, the strategy of making sure you got somebody there for him to dump it off to versus always having to look to kick it out to a shooter 
or score himself. And the fact that I think he has now a level of trust in all of his teammates that is probably better than it was in years past. Because Chris Middleton, you know he's going to be there. Brooke Lopez, you, you, you know what you're going to get out of him. The big upgrade has been Drew Holiday. Just his consistency that he brings to the floor every single night. I think Giannis feels good now. When I get into the paint, I don't have to make everything happen. I just need to you know, find the right play and, and, and move on, and something good will happen for us. And then I think the other big thing that they did uh, was their defense. They, they had built that great regular season defense of, you know, we're going to drop, we're going to force you into shooting a lot of three-pointers, but from places you don't necessarily want to take them from, and we're, we're going to live with the end result. And that's, that's good when teams are flying in and out and you're playing a different team every night. But once the team knows, All right, we're going to see you, you know, four to seven times over a two-week period, we now know how to game plan for that and attack it. And that gave them some trouble. Now they've added some switching in there. They've, they've got some versatility. They'll even throw in the occasional zone every once in a while. And that those building out their offense and defense to be more versatile, that's the key because you've got to give the Nets different looks because they're just so tough on the offensive end. Yeah, how much uh, of, of what we saw work against Miami defensively do you think do you think translates to Brooklyn? Because obviously a, a much more offensively efficient and much more firepower in Brooklyn than, than what you see in Miami. Yeah, I, I think they're actually one of the teams that is uh, better equipped to defend the Nets than anybody. Because you're going to put Drew Holiday on James Harden or Kyrie Irving, and you're going to live with that. Uh, Chris Middleton's probably going to take you know some, one of the other guys, and then when you need to, I don't know that it'll be the primary matchup, but when you need to, you you put Giannis on uh, Kevin Durant, and there's probably no better player in the league because of his quickness, his size, his athletic ability that can actually maybe contend and bother Kevin Durant's shot. Because that's the problem with KD because he's so close to being seven feet tall that his jump shot just no one can get to it. You can be all over him. And he just turns and shoots over you almost with a smirk on his face. Well, he's not going to be able to do that, to be honest. So I think they've got those guys. And then the addition of P.J. Tucker is so big for them because in in the past couple years when they went away from Brooke Lopez, they didn't necessarily have a great answer to to come in and play that spot. Now that's P.J. Tucker's role, and he's going to be another guy. Again, you know, rugged defender. They, They have what I like to call better functional depth. They don't have 11 or 12. You know, pretty good NBA players. Now they've got about nine really good NBA players. So that that that's the other thing too, because you want to throw a bunch of depth at that Nets team and try to wear them down. I picked the Bucks in six just out of pure excitement before I brought you on. And and but at, the reason is my and and my 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 thinking has been since since the little two game mini series that these two teams played a couple weeks ago. And, and I know I know that James Harden didn't play in those games, and he brings a whole another dimension to this series than, than what we saw the three times that these two teams met in the regular season. But even that being said, just because of the defensive prowess that, that you were just talking about, of a Giannis and, and Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker and even Chris Middleton, I, I feel like the Bucks have more answers for the problems that the Nets present then the Nets have answers for the problems that the Bucks present. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, to an extent. I, I don't want to go overboard because, those, I mean, that is the best trio of offensive players Absolutely. We've, we've ever seen together. You know, they, they are just that good. Um, so they, they're going to get their points. But I think where Milwaukee um, can, can uh, hold, hang in there is, you know, it sounds weird to put it this way, but they can hold them under 120 while the Bucks can go out and get 120 themselves. And it's pretty rare that you're going to find a team that can do both of those things. 
and that that's you know one of the differences and why I think that they'll be right in this series you know the whole way with, with the Nets is because they have that ability to at least make it somewhat difficult on them on the offensive end, and then we know that they're going to put up points against them on the other end. Do you have a prediction for this series? Yeah, I picked Nets in seven before the playoffs. I'm less confident in that. Um, I was not impressed with the way they played against Boston. That was an extremely limited Celtics team, especially as that series went on, and yet they were able to hang in games with Jason Tatum and a whole bunch of guys who – you're probably not expecting to deliver big numbers in the playoffs, and yet they did it. Uh, so I, I lost some of my confidence in, in the Nets. I'll stick with that because I just have that kind of belief in Durant, Harden, Irving. And then I think, you know, what, what makes them so almost impossible is, and we saw this, the Celtics do this several times, close out on Durant, get, get the swing to Harden. You're, you're right there on Harden. You took that drive away. He popped it out to Irving. You closed out again and took him away. And now it's that fourth pass, that fifth pass, and it goes to Joe Harris, and he hits a three-pointer on you. And those are so deflating because you know you did basically everything right for 20 seconds of a shot clock, and then that guy buries it. That Those are the little things that I think you know, give the Nets you know, a slight advantage. So I'll stick with Nets in seven, but I'm not overly confident in that. If it is the Bucks or the Nets, whoever comes out of this, that, that eventually comes out of the Eastern Conference, how do you see things playing out in the West? Who, who will they? Who do you think they're facing in the finals? Yeah, I think Dallas is going to close out the Clippers tonight. So I, I think you're going to end up with a your. We're, we're all going to end up <laughs> with a Utah Phoenix um, uh, final in the West. I think just those two teams are better than Dallas and Denver. I think Denver's going to run into some trouble now without uh, Jamal Murray. I, I think they're going to have a have a difficult time with, with the Suns. So I think Utah-Phoenix matchup, that's a very good, even matchup. Two teams that are pr- pretty good defensively, two teams that will get after you. Um, so I, I, I lean slightly towards Utah just because they have the home court advantage, and that is one of the true home court advantages in the NBA. So I do think that they're going to get through there, but I don't I don't think uh, either one of those teams has a chance against Milwaukee or Brooklyn because they're just that much better. I love drama in the NBA, and, and last night after Dame gets knocked out, there's an ominous uh, Instagram post that that maybe he he just can't do it in Portland anymore. That he needs to go he needs to go somewhere where where it's better. Do you think Dame is a blazer in 2022? Yeah, they, I am the last guy who can interpret song lyrics. I, I don't know what any of that means. Um, you know, because every time I try, somebody tells me you know, just how stupid and wrong I am, including my own daughter. Um, so you know, so that's that. Yeah, Are you I not a Nipsey so Hustle guy? I nailed you as a Nipsey Hustle guy, Keith. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy his music, but I, I don't begin to know much of what the meaning behind it. But yeah, but I, I think we're getting closer with Damian Lillard to. Um, I'm not going to say he's going to ask out, but I think he's done playing the good soldier routine, where it's you know, hey, I just come, I do my work. You know, this is the roster, that's the coach, this is the front office. I think. You know, we go immediately to guys asking for a change in terms of a trade when they're a star that's not winning. But I think what we may see with Damian Lillard, and I think we're starting to probably see the start of it, is putting pressure on that team of, I don't want to go anywhere, but you've got to start changing other things around me. And then if that doesn't change, that's when that, that tune will change real quick. That he'll say, all right, you know, hey, if you're not going to do it for me, then, then I'm going to go and I'll go elsewhere and do, do my thing somewhere else. That's Keith Smith. You can catch his work at Yahoo Sports covering the NBA on Twitter at Keith Smith NBA. And my guest here for the last few minutes here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Really enjoyed the conversation. Keith, thanks for the time, man.
Thank you. I appreciate it. Enjoy the playoffs. Same to you. And he joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. Just breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of bankability. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. I have a confession to make, Dan. Dan Plucker on the other side of the glass. I mentioned Dame Lillard at the end of the at the end of the interview there with Keith. Yeah. And I talked yesterday on Sparky's Midday Madness about how my dream, because they're my two favorite players in the NBA, my two favorite guys. I think they're the most entertaining guys to watch in the NBA. And I just think they would complement each other so well. They would be a modern day Shaq and Kobe. If you could get Dame Lillard alongside Giannis, it's so, it would be so good. It would mm-hmm. be so good and so fun to watch, right? And as as fired up as I am for this series, and I'm in the moment, man. I'm I'm in the now, Dan Plucker. I'm ready. For, you know I got the Bucks lust. Don't roll yeah. your eyes at me. No, I just know where you're going with this. First thing I saw this morning when I woke up and turned on my TV was that Dame Lillard Instagram post. They were talking about it on Get Up. And the first thing I did was I opened up the ESPN NBA trade machine. <laughs> And I I just put in Chris Middleton for Dame Lillard. Just straight up Chris Middleton for Dame Lillard. And guess what? It works. It goes through. It goes through. For some reason, though, they say it doesn't add any wins. I find that hard to believe. I'm a Chris Middleton believer. I'm not a Chris Middleton denier. But you know how they give the little analysis at the Mm. bottom and it says plus or minus wins that you're going to get in the trade? It said the Blazers would get nine games worse. With Chris Middleton instead of Dame Lillard, but the Bucks would just stay flat, stay even. If they if that is a straight, and I know that wouldn't happen. Well, I Guys, wonder if it's don't tweet updated. me. I know it wouldn't happen. I wonder right. if it, if the trade because I know sometimes that trade machine isn't updated, so maybe their numbers are off of last or the last couple of years when the Bucks have won 50, 60 games in a season. It's like, oh, sure. well, how okay. can they really get much better than fifty-eight to sixty-two wins? You yeah, know? that might be true. You're better with Dame, right? They're better. Like we, with Dame. we can we can love Chris and say yes. They're better with Dame. I, right? I think they're better with Damian Lillard. Yes, it was the, literally the first thing I did this morning. <laughs> Open up the ESPN NBA trade machine and see how we get Dame Lillard in a Bucks uniform. But if I'm the Blazers, why the hell am I making? You that don't. Move? You don't. That's yeah. why I don't tweet me and tell me that it can't happen. <laughs> I know it can't happen. I'm just I'm a child. All right, and I like to dream. Summer weather has arrived, and if you're taking care of sprucing up the yard, watching baseball at Amfam Field this weekend, or just taking in. All that summer brings. Make sure the food you're serving up is only the best from Robert's Specialty Meats. Paul Roberts has plenty of options to grilling out the best time for your family, starting with their legendary ribs on a stick. Boneless pork ribs marinated in a thick, sweet, and tangy barbecue sauce. Ready in minutes, Leroy Butler would tell you they're tender as a mother's love. Or try their equally tasty marinated chicken skewers and barbecue, garlic parmesan, Door County cherry, or chili lime varieties. Brats on the grill are a Wisconsin staple, and you'll find over 30 varieties of original sausages and brats from Roberts, including the Al Capone Italian sausage, just full of zesty flavor. That's Roberts Specialty Meats. Give them a call today at 262 269-5492. 549-MEAT for the best selection and to reserve your order. And when you visit, be sure to pick up some of their cherry wood smoked jerky or beef sticks, the perfect snack treats, and check them out online at robertspecialtymeatswalkershaw.com for money-saving coupons. And for the best in meats, shop Robert's Specialty Meats, your hometown butcher. Want to talk to you next, Bucks fans. How do they win this series? How do they lose this series? And what's your prediction? 414-799-1250. Tweet Sparky's Midday Madness at 1250 AM The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sorry for the delay in coming back from break there. It's National Donut Day. And Dunkin' Donuts gave me a free donut, and I didn't realize we were at the end of that break and uh, shoved half a donut in my face. (laughs) It's Sparky's Midday Madness here. Robbie Backloff in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Maybe we need some more Bucks Lust to get that sweat up again. Then I had to wash it down with some iced coffee because it was a double chocolate donut. So it's like it's th- it was one of those thick cakey donuts with frosting on top. So Dude, those was, are the best. They're so good. Dude, between but, you and Bart, how in the world do we not have a Dunkin' Donuts sponsorship on this station? You tell me, man. Uh, I'm I a big fan. I can't explain it because, <laughs> because Bart and Ryan Horvat on a daily basis talk about their Dunkin' Donuts runs. Horvat will literally leave during the show mm-hmm. and go get Dunkin' Donuts and they'll talk about it on air and now you are promoting the the hell out of Dunkin' Donuts for this at all. Right this is now. great. And you're not getting a single It's a real good donut. And this ice this mocha iced coffee with a splash of skim milk, half mocha, delicious. So if you are a Dunkin' Dun- mm-hmm. Donuts manager and you are listening to the show, call in 414-799-1250 or just Drop off more donuts because I'll eat yeah. more donuts. Or and some more iced coffee. We would all greatly appreciate that here on twelve fifty AM. Iced coffee is so dangerous. So dangerous. I go through iced coffee in like a heartbeat and then my heart races because I slam this thing like it's a like it's a Pabst blue ribbon on a cold sunny day. It goes down so so fast and then the caffeine just rushes through these veins. And I don't even need that today because I got the Bucks lust, you guys, and I want to know. How you're feeling? How do the Bucks win this series? How do the Bucks lose this series? And what is your prediction? In other words, what's the key to a Bucks win? Key to a Nets win? And how do you think it actually plays out? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM the fan. I'm gonna give you my key in just one second. But I will say this. As as fired up as I am about this series, and I said in the opening segment, it just I just blurted out my prediction that I wanted to save for later in the show because I was just too excited to hold back anymore. Bucks in six. But I'd be li- and, and I said right after I made that prediction that one of my concerns is the is the layoff that they've had and that they might come out a little cold and rusty in game one, like they did in game one against Miami. But also, let's not downplay how much they're gonna miss Dante DiVincenzo. In this series, you guys. And I know a lot of people jumped off the Dante bandwagon at various points in the season. Some jumped back on, then jumped back off. Some never got back on. But Dante DiVincenzo was a factor for this team in that Miami series. And I think was going to be a major factor in this Brooklyn series. Specifically in trying to slow down the two guards. James Harden and Kyrie Irving. They won game three in Miami after DiVincenzo suffered a tendon injury in his left foot after nine minutes of play. With Bryn Forbes playing 21 minutes, Pat Connaughton 18 and Jeff Teague five, Connaughton started in game four and played 22 minutes while Forbes played 26 off the bench. Teague, again, 
played five minutes. And I like both those guys, but I feel like you need both those guys to get what you get out of one in one package in Dante DiVincenzo. He posted a 91.9 defensive rating and a 21.8 defensive rebound percentage in that series against Miami before he goes down with the with the ankle injury. That's that's crazy. A 91.9 defensive rating? You could use that against Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And dominating the boards was a big reason why they were able to dominate the Heat. They got themselves a lot of second-chance points, and they, they prevented the Heat from getting almost any second-chance points. And Dante DiVincenzo is one of the better rebounding guards in this league, believe it or not. I gave you that rating earlier in the season. A 21.8 defensive rebounding percentage? It's crazy. Now, Bryn Forbes, he was better in the regular season in terms better than he was in the regular season in terms of his defensive rating in that series against the Heat. Pat Connaughton, he's a little bit he was a little bit better in that series than he was in the regular season, but I don't think either of those guys is quite Dante. And I, I do think that he was gonna kind of be a secret weapon of sorts against Kyrie and, and James Harden and cause some problems for those guys. And while I said the layoff concerns me before, and it does, because of how cold they came out after the six-day layoff in game one against Miami, I also think that this week off gave them a chance to to try out some things and practice and try and scheme up some things to make up for the loss of Dante DiVincenzo. They maybe needed that time for that purpose, to get on the practice floor and to get in the film room and, and draw up some stuff that kind of makes up for that loss, but I don't know that you can entirely make up for that loss. I'll give you my key on why the Bucks win this series, why they lose this series coming up in just a minute. I want that from you and your prediction at 414-799-1250, or you can tweet Sparky's Midday Madness at 1250 AM. The fan, I want to hear from you right after this. It's pretty crazy to think of it in these terms, considering what the Bucks accomplished each of the previous two seasons, yet this first-round series is the one that has seemed to capture the imagination of NBA fans as if the Bucks are ready. They're ready to take that next step. They've been the one seed in back-to-back years, and even then there were people around the NBA like, nah, I don't know, I don't believe it. I don't, I don't see the complete team that you need to win an NBA championship. This year's version definitely has a different vibe with Drew Holiday, with the way that Forbes has been playing, and the addition of Bobby Portis, the addition of P.J. Tucker, there just seem to be better pieces in place. And the fact that Holiday can shoulder a lot of that responsibility when you get into crunch time, when you need the right play to be made, and certain things that don't even show up in a box score, but Drew brings uh, a lot of those intangibles. There's Ian Obviously, Eagle, I the TV it. voice of the Brooklyn Nets, yesterday on the Wendy's Big Show. Rami Makhlouf in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. On Sparky's Midday Madness, the Rami Show coming up at 3 o'clock. It's officially my show coming up at 3 o'clock. We're going to hear from Drew Holiday, who won today won, congratulations to him, the NBA Sportsmanship Award, and well-deserved for everything he and his and his wife do here in Milwaukee, back in, in New Orleans where he came from, still very charitable and philanthropic and just all around uh, a good dude and does a lot a lot of charitable things. So congrats to Drew Holiday. We're going to hear from him and Coach Mike Boonholzer on this Bucks net series coming up at the top of the hour. Craig Kishon is going to join me, Valley Sports Wisconsin host for uh, Bucks and Brewers pre and post. He'll be here at 315. And Ryan Horvat, my friend and yours of BetQL Daily, he's going to join me at 345 with some thoughts on that series and 
some picks for you this weekend. Also, in that, at some point this afternoon on the Rami show, I'm not sure where. We're going to have to find where we have a little window to squeeze it in in between all the Bucks lust. Dan, yesterday you all were shooting down my idea about flipping Aaron Rodgers and some of the assets you would get from trading him for Julio Jones. This again. Well, it's a brilliant idea, but I'm not recycling that. No, I'll wait. I I usually wait two weeks before I recycle the same material. But what I'm going to do instead, do you ever read Bill Barnwell over at ESPN.com? Love me some Bill Barnwell at ESPN.com. He found a way. He did some salary cap magic and found a way to keep Aaron Rodgers and get him Julio Jones. That's right. I'm going to bring you that at some point this afternoon on the Rami Show. But right now, I want to know, tell me why the Bucks win this series, why they lose it, and what is your actual prediction? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. And I'm not saying it's a bad answer, but let's dig a little deeper than our big three is better than their big three is why the Bucks win, and their big three is better than our big three is why the Bucks lose. That's obviously where this whole thing starts. But after that, I think it really comes down to three-point shooting for these two basketball teams. I think whoever is shooting the three better, that's why I'm worried about the rust from the long layoff in game one and that that might end up costing him a game because I think game to game throughout this series, whoever shoots the three better is going to come out with the game and eventually win this seven-game series that I picked the Bucks to win in six. And the guy that you really have to worry about, other than, you know, Giannis, KD, or Giannis, KD, Harden, and Kyrie over there, the guy who comes off the bench with an absolute flamethrower is Joe Harris. 47.5% from the three-point line in 2018. 47.4% in 2018-2019. Since three seasons ago, he's made 45% of his long-distance shots. The dude, like I said, is an absolute assassin. But here's the thing. When he scored 10 or fewer points in the regular season, the Nets lost 10 times. Beyond that, and this is from Jim Ozarski's article today at JS Online, if he didn't meet his per-game season average of 14 points, the Nets lost 17 times. And they lost 24 games in total. The three times that the Bucs have played the Nets... They've held him to 5 and 12 points in the two wins. Harris scored 20 in the one Nets victory. And again, yes, having all three of their big three on the court changes the equation. If Joe Harris is off on a particular day, they might be able to make up for that more so than they did during the regular season because all three of those guys are on the court. But I'm telling you, getting Joe Joe Harris' face, affect his shot, keep his 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 shooting percentage and his points down from the three-point line along with Jeff Green off the bench. And then the flip side of that is the Bucks need to be hitting their threes. Beyond Chris, beyond Drew, beyond the guys in the starting lineup, Bryn Forbes is going to be a huge factor in this series. And Sparky said earlier this week, and I said he was crazy, that the X factor in this series was who was going to shoot better between Bryn Forbes and Joe Harris. He he might have been onto something. The more that I that I dug into this series, it's not just those two guys, but the three point shot in general. Like I said, Joe Harris comes off their bench and shoots it well from deep. Jeff Green does it, and for the Bucks, it starts with Brent Forbes. But then you need Bobby Portis to be somewhere near his forty seven percent three point shooting. 
that he gave you during the regular season. You need a little bit better than Pat Connaughton was in the regular season at 37%. Whoever shoots the three better is winning this series, as long as both big threes hold up their end of the bargain and and neither is, is blown off the court by the other. If it's an even matchup between their big three and the Bucks' big three, the X factor after that is who's going to shoot the three-point shot better, and especially those guys coming off the bench. Why do you think the Bucks win? Why do you think the Bucks lose? And how do you think this thing actually plays out? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. I say the three the three is key, and Bucks win in six. Let's see what Mike on the south side says. Mike, you're on uh, Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up? Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, my second apology. Sorry. For, I'm kind of sorry for going off on that call. Mike, why are you always apologizing, man? It's fine. Well, it's fine. Everything is fine. I know, but it just gets a little old. People... I'm not going to let it get to me no more. Shouldn't. I'm you shouldn't let it get it. to you. Don't let the little things bother you, Mike. Enjoy your life. Block out the and haters. Exactly. We're just, we're just calling to give our takes. We're not exactly. calling to solve world. Yeah. Peace. And also, sports don't matter. Let's be real. Sports don't matter. Right, right. Right. Well, it matters to me. <laughs> I live and breathe sports. I'm, I mean, it's I my job. But other than that, it doesn't matter. 12 hours a day. Uh, did they close that honey dip donuts by you? Uh, they did close the honey dip donuts by us, Mike. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's now a, uh, it's now a, it's now a, it's it's a Mexican and Greek restaurant. It's a little combo Mexican Greek restaurant over there inside where the honey dip donuts used to be. What's that? I'm sorry. Yeah, they make pizza. They do. They make pizza too. It's a strange little combo. I haven't gone in there yet, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because I want a pizza that has both Greek and Mexican flavors on it. That sounds delicious to me. I don't know about you, Mike. Try it. I'll give it a try. You know, I had a huge Packers take, but I'm hoping to call later tomorrow. Please. Save that. Save that for yeah. us, Mike. That's a good tease. I want. I want to say, Drew Holiday, good on you. We need more guys like this. Stand-up guy. When they signed him, they knew he was all community helping. And, but I, I got to go Brooklyn game one and then maybe some adjustments in game two and maybe split it. But this is, like I told you yesterday, it's so hard to predict when it's seven games. And I was, are you there? I'm still here, Mike. Yep. On LeBron. So he, he gave me a loss in my prediction column. Oh, you, you, you banked on LeBron? I said, I thought he'd at least show up yesterday. Mike, you said you said he got Brooklyn winning game one. Who do you got winning the series, buddy? See that I can't. Ah. Mike, I can't we need your that. take, dude. I can't go on with the show without oh, Mike from the South Side's uh, prediction on this series. Oh, he hung up. Oh, I just. Oh, <laughs> Mike. Mike just hung up on me. Did I put too much pressure on him? <laughs> There's too much pressure. Was that too much pressure? <laughs> he knew his predictions. His predictions are very important to him. I mean, he, he just talked about the loss with LeBron. They're super important to me, too. That's why I wanted that it. That's why I wanted it, dude. I need Mike's prediction. I might have changed my prediction based on Mike's prediction. That was his only window, too, because, you know, after today, series starts. Yeah, so once the series back. starts, you can't, you, yeah, you can't jump in and make a prediction then. Mike, call back, please. I'm on till <laughs> six. I usually usually you you're only allowed to call once per show, but technically different shows because yeah, again two different shows. This is Sparky's Midday Madness. It's still two fifty eight. It's still Sparky's Midday Madness. It's not the Rami show yet. So Mike, you can call back at some point 
in the Rami show, which starts in two minutes and goes until six. I need your prediction for this series. I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't mean I didn't mean to scare him off. I didn't mean. I think he just put him on the spot. He I, wasn't prepped for it. I mean, that's that's what we do in this business. That's, that's man. notebook Mike. I mean, he he has his notebook full of stuff that he that's has every day for I, his I topics. Know, I know in Mike's notebook, he's got hashtag bucks and six. I know it. I know it. He's got to, right? He probably also has Bucks Lust in there, Rami. You beat me to it. <laughs> oh! Oh! Hey! 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 Got Bucks Lust. What? I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks Lust. Sam, I don't hear you, man. Got Bucks Lust. I'm trying. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks Lust. We vibe. Supreme virtuosity, a supernatural, unflappable command of stealth, power, strength. This whole wide world believes in us. Shout, I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, we got so much Bucks lust in the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. So much Bucks lust this afternoon. Oh my God, I almost can't take it. I need this series to start now. Can I just take some sleeping pills and wake up when Bucks Net starts tomorrow night? So much more Bucks Lust coming in the next three hours on what will then be the Rami Show. Still Sparky's Midday Madness as of this minute right now. I'll keep taking your calls at 414-799-1250. Tweet us. Shout, I love my Milwaukee Bucks. You can tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan as well. We're going to hear from Drew, Coach Bud coming up after this. Craig Kashan at 315. Ryan Horvath at 345. So much Bucks lust. So, so much Bucks lust on The Rami Show. Coming up next, 1250 AM The Fan. Got Bucks lust. Got Bucks lust. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks Lust. Got Bucks Lust. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Got Bucks Lust. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 